the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios in Orlando, Florida, fueled by Game Day Vodka. This is the Doc and Z Show. Here we are. Here we are indeed, Doc. Always looking good here on a Thursday night. This is the Doc and Z Show. You almost you stumbled on that. Well, a so bit. I was going to say Friday because some people listen to it on Friday. Friday. It is the favorite Friday morning podcast because we do this at an undisclosed location at an undisclosed time on yep. a Thursday night. You, you're it is outdoors. People. It is beautiful tonight. This morning was gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky today. Nine out of ten Americans say that the Doc and Z show is their new favorite podcast. Just FYI. Is that in um, the Inquirer? Or? That is in the um, the PZ News Gazette. Cheers okay. to that. Cheers to that. Absolutely. I agree. I agree with that. Dude, what a great week you and I had, as well as Reef Donkey Fishing, Mo Money. Big deal for Reef Donkey Fishing. Uh, the Mo Money Fishing Team wearing the Reef Donkey Fishing gear, looking, sponsored by Reef Donkey Fishing. Looking sexy and And Doc way. and Z, I must say. We uh, we had a great week. The guys had a great time. We're gonna we're gonna have them on the show here shortly, yeah, and they represented us. well, man. They represented well. A lot of comments on the gear, but uh, humble guys, by the way. Great dudes. Nothing cooler than going back after they come back in, decompressing, petting the boat, and getting a chance just to hang out, drinking and you know, watching game day. watching the firemen fall in the water oh, on my the goodness. boat over. So, Doc, you now for the second time in as many years have saved a life. <laughs> well, I'm always there to help, man. Your quick thinking, your direction. So we're in the marina this past weekend in Fort Pierce. We're all hanging out, having a little game day on the boat, talking about the day. Before we went to dinner, we were hanging there. A boat cruises in to the slip next to us. There are three people on the boat, skimpy boat. Yeah, small wrecked. boat, little bay boat. Absolutely hammered. wrecked. Hammered, yeah. So would you, if you couldn't get it, it'd be a DWI or would it be BWI, boating while intoxicated? Well, it's still a DUI. It's still the same type of rules because you're you're operating heavy machinery. Okay. Like, you know, you're I mean, a car, boat, doesn't matter. You're operating stuff. and So we're know, hanging you, out. You got to be careful of that. So they pull up. You know, we're all just talking, the the Mo Money team, us, you know, we're just all chilling on the boat, talking, Hank's on the dock, and... Uh, so the dock now, so you understand, so as we're standing in the boat... The, the boat, dock's up probably dock, three feet. Yeah, at least three you know, feet. Almost nose high. Three, four feet mm -hmm. above your head. So right. it's like, you know... Not above people, your head. People, but, well, not above your head, but about your head height. And you, and you walk yes. on the dock, you know, you get out of the boat, you walk on the dock. You climb the ladder down. So we're all sitting there enjoying a, a cocktail, and all of a sudden we hear a huge splash. Boom! Like yeah, somebody like jumped a, in. It was a double. And I was like, we all looked, and this guy was floating in the water by the boats. And uh, he, he popped his head up, and we're all like, are you okay? And he was just kind of like, what? Dazed. And... We he swam over could, to our boat. Dude could not believe he walked off the pier. Grabbed the rope and we had to. I literally went over there, pulled him in. Did you, I, Uncle yeah, Hank, we all we right. all did. We you pulled left. him in. We evaluated him. He was a little cut up from hitting the pole, the pylon. But it, it, I mean, what a crazy story, man! Like the guy was fine. Like he had to kind of catch his uh, 
catch his breath a little bit, but it took, him a while, it took him a while to get up on the boat. I mean, yeah, it so took we him sat a few there and minutes. talked, and and honestly, he's a he's a great you know firefighter, but he was just you know like any of us, he was not operating the boat, but he he was uh, just having a good time that day and couldn't get you know slipped. Came up from under the water. Fortunately, we were cup there. In hand, right? He he had his cup still. Yeah, holding his cup. Came up, had a little drink, and but anyway. Fortunately, we good. were there because the current rips pretty hard. Ooh, I mean, yeah. it's a three mile an hour current. It's so hard to swim in out. So if he would have got knocked out and swept would not, the current, would he would you never come up right, yeah, you, right away. You, you never know, know, man. So it, anyways, it all worked out well. The Mo Money Fishing Team, sponsored by Reef Donkey Fishing Gear, we were all there, Doc and Z, to help him out. That's Just right. like the A team would help anybody else out, and they're going to be joining us right now. Let's get them. And they are the A team. Let's get them so on. So let's they get are. these guys hence, on the phone. Hence the A team. A team, right here. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's get them on the phone. All right. All right. As promised, we've got the Mo Money Fishing Team representing Reef, Reef Donkey Fishing Gear. Hank and Debo, what's on the line? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? The overnight sensation. <laughs> and more money reef donkey a team more than that. fresh off your ska the nationals down here at fort pierce at the fort pierce marina uh hank and debo along with tyler and j bone j bone Jason. representing more money and reef donkey on the uh, 30 foot blue water Ooh, a nice blue water. i love Pushed by the twin 300 yamahas sweet little ride Great job this weekend, fellas. How was the sled ride going back? Did you guys take the intercoastal up, or did you uh, go out front? No, it was good old Uncle Hank's decision to take the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he a fun just, time. He thought it was going to be, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah, well, it started out super calm, and then there was this funky northeast swell that started showing up. and It was still calm, but it was not as nice as we anticipated. Did you get a little wet? No, no. Get wet, just bounce it a little more than we wanted. Gotcha. So let me ask you this. How far <laughs> offshore are you as you're coming up north from Fort Pierce up to Sebastian? Oh, shoot, probably half a mile off the beach when we came up. Oh, you're rocking. So all the seagoers, yeah. all the people on the oh, beach can see. How long's that run from Sebastian to Fort Pierce Inlet? I think it's about an hour, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, it's about yeah, 30, 35 miles. Oh, that's, not, that's not bad at all. Probably no, shorter no. than people would have thought. So, um, so take us, take us through the week. You know, we were chatting when we were down there, uh, last week, uh, that it was rough all week. Take us through, uh, starting Monday, what your routine was and how everything went. Well, it, uh, started off with some pre-fishing, catching Bailey. We talked about that last Thursday there, um, before the tournament and, um, Things went kind of as planned. Bait wasn't terrible. We've had worse. We caught some good bait, um, started pre-fishing some different spots, and, uh, you know, more or less kind of got lucky. One of our uh, one of our go-to spots was holding some fish. We found some, you know, some decent ones and decided to uh, just keep fishing, checked out a bunch of other locations, and nothing really prevailed like the first one. So uh, that was kind of our set-in-stone game plan and our go-to spot. Well, Debo, as um, you know, let's just get technical here. So, what would keep you from going back to the first spot? Uh, catching a fish or fish that are bigger, as big as that one. No, or pre fish. So, for, fish uh, tend to stay in the side. Not always. This is never a guarantee, but they always tend to stay, they group the same size. So a lot of times, if we're fishing a spot and we're catching twenty pounders, they're all twenty pounds. 
you're fishing a spot and you catch 10 pounders, they're all 10 pounders. Um, sometimes you get a spot and you catch a 35, 40 pounder and you go, okay, there's 35, 40 pounders here. So, uh, we, we found a good one like that pre-fishing and we just kept pre-fishing, hoping to find better and never did. So you always go back to what was best. What was, um, the first day of pre-fishing was that Wednesday? Uh, yeah, the first true day of fishing was Tuesday. Okay. So you went out there that to that spot or did you go somewhere else? Yeah, we fished a couple spots before that. And uh, like I said, little fish, nothing really to write home about. And then we went to that spot on Tuesday, uh, probably around lunchtime. And we weren't there but for a couple minutes and caught a really good one, probably about 31 pounds, I think. And uh, we knew we there was definitely some solid fish there. Awesome. So, so look at the electron. That gives you a lot of feedback, too, on what's marking there, the baits holding there, the size of the schools of fish. And uh, we knew we were kind of onto something. Was that good bottom on the bottom or like structure? Yeah, yeah. It's really good structure. And on top of the structure, the school of bait and everything marking was huge. It was, uh, it was you know, substantial. Probably 30 foot off the bottom. Yeah, nice. probably 30 foot off the bottom with solid bait and fish. I can't wait to see those numbers. So for those who are just joining <laughs> us, we are with Debo. And Uncle Hank from the Mo Money Reef Donkey Fishing Team, fresh off the SKAs, the Nationals, the Southern Kingfish Association Nationals. And gentlemen, out of the hundred and some, you guys finished sixteenth overall, which is which is very very respectable. Yeah, cheers, cheers to that. Thank you. And proud to be a part of that. Now, well, it's it is funny, and when you hit on that spot, you tell somebody, "Oh, how'd your team do?" They got 16th, and it's like, huh, but then you say there were 100. How many boats? 150? Uh, I think there was 100 in the open class or 100, 120. Okay, yeah, but you say, when you say over 100, people are like, oh, because you got in the top, you know, quarter of that class. Yeah, that so, definitely I mean, makes a big difference. Yeah, I do. Come yeah. on. So that's significant. Of course, it's a 16. So. I think of Joe Montana. I think of Brett Hall. I think of Bobby Leibner, the Jim Plunkett. <laughs> Len Dawson, all these guys that wore the number 16. You know what I mean? So, yep, yep. so moving forward from the – Lucas. You guys ran there Friday. It was You said it was a 50-mile run, correct? Yeah, yeah. about five miles. So, and, and that was dead into the wind because the wind was coming out of the north, correct? Yeah, the first day it was out of the, like, west, northwest kind of direction. Okay. So it was not enjoyable. Wow. So uh, 10 miles really kind of uh, made set, the mood, set the mood for the day. And then that first day, you guys you guys caught uh, a nice fish, 39.9 for four pounds. Was that earlier in the day or later in the day? Yeah, early. Yeah, early. we had it in the box by, I think, what, 9.30? Okay. So, yeah, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And then what time were you guys back at the dock on Friday to weigh that in? Um, we didn't go through check until probably close to five. Okay, yeah. so full day out yeah, we there. Gave, we gave we gave some other spots a you know a little hail mary. Didn't want to overfish the spot we had. So let me ask you this: so when you're out there fishing, now Doc and I have, um, and props have had a chance to all fish together. So when that fish is on that line, walk me through. Do you guys have positions to go to where somebody's doing something, somebody's doing this, somebody's steering? How does that go? Yeah, pretty much. We have uh, everyone kind of knows the drill, and um, certain people have certain things they do. Um, well, talk you know, to me. Not... What's Tyler do? 
Uh, Tyler, this trip, he was, he was fighting the fish. So Tyler would, when the fish started running, whoever was close, you know, we'd get the rod, hand it to him. He'd start fighting as we're clearing baits. Um, Uncle Hank would drive the boat and uh, get us up on the fish, and I manned the gas. So I found out a well, little... Well, Dustin's up front, too, giving me direction. You know, forward, reverse, left, right. I mean... Gas best position. Now, you guys, are you, is the best you guys are using a lot of light tackle, so you got to run the fish down. So the fishing's from the front. Because um, you're chasing the fish. How, how long did it take you to land that 39-pounder? Uh, not too long, actually. It was actually uh, one of our better fights for the fish that size. I mean, probably only... Uh, 10 or 15 minutes tops. And of course you never know the actual size of a kingfish because they don't jump. So when it comes into view, does everybody just get excited? Ooh, you're probably good. A little, little, right little your panties starts kicking in like, okay, this is the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it definitely does. And uh, that's the worst is when you see a really good one and you get a good, good you know view of it. And then it takes another run. So now you got the stress of it, you know, being a hundred yards away and knowing you have something there that you need. And again, Z here, is the most novice fisherman. Can we all agree? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Without a, without, so <laughs> I did find out, though, this past weekend, now the kingfish is different from uh, catching a mahi or, or a red snapper in the sense that you're chasing down the kingfish, right? The kingfish is pulling, and you're letting the kingfish pull away, and you're kind of bringing the boat back up to the kingfish, and that's why you're in the front of the boat reeling in, or am I wrong? I mean, you can do that for any fish, really, but – in a kingfish tournament, you want to get them in quick. You want to get them to the boat. You got light tackle. You got to run them down, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're using small hooks, you know, less than probably, what, five pounds of drag? Yeah, you're, you're real light drag, real small hooks, um, light line. I mean, the most we use specifically is 25 usually. So, I mean, just everything is, is really – really light for the size of fish you're catching yeah right on so yeah, now you with, never know where the hook is on the fish either i mean they could come up and it could be just one hook in the gill plate or in the tail or in the tail <laughs> <laughs> so no so now within the fishing tournament you know you finish 16th out of the 100 and some boats but they have little bets within the tournament like they call calcuttas and it, it can range from a variety of things you all joined the calcutta and what um, what Calcutta was that? It was the uh, closest to 40 pounds. And how much did your fish weigh? 39.94. 39.94. Yeah. I'm doing the math, but you've been kind of that. That's a good feeling right there, too, because you kind of know you're like, man, that's that's good. Yeah, in your mind, you, gotta, you, know, you feel like you already got it locked in. Like, all right, then the way our luck was going the second day, we we're like, well, somebody's going to come in with a 40 on the dot. Well, right. That's but that's just very interesting. And have Have you ever come in with a forty on the dot? Well, I'm not sure, but every tournament that does that Calcutta, they usually change the number. So okay, have you ever uh, hit like right on the number? No, never. Like a whole that's got to be pretty. Thirty nine nine four has got to be pretty close to any number, man. Point zero six is ridiculous. The winning close. weight was fifty five pounds. Fifty three. Fifty three. The biggest fish overall in the tournament was. 53-3. That's a big boy. That's Very a big. That's a big fish. So on the horizon, we've got not only the Nationals, but the World Championships, correct? Coming down to Fort Pierce again here in a few weeks? Yes. Yep. Awesome. That's it. Same, same area, right? Same inlet? Same exact same, area. Same I think spot. they're going to do the, the weigh-in, though, over at a different marina. That's the only thing that's going to be 
different. That was nice. That was a nice setup, though, man. They had a great little campsite there. I mean, Marina was big. What I mean, how does that compare to other tournaments you guys been in? Is that a pretty good place to do it? Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have that opportunity to have that much land. I mean, you have Key West. You guys know how that is. It's uh, it's definitely there's no big open fields for yeah, campers. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. Yeah, yeah so everything's crammed. But um, for the most part, they, uh, they've they got to figure out pretty good. I mean, these tournaments over the years have found locations and what marinas that cater to them best and what areas and hotels, and they usually have a pretty good setup. So that's the weekend and week of uh, May, like, what, 13th, 14th? No, I think May 20th, 21st, oh. that weekend. Okay. 18th, I can, something like that, yeah. It's like the third weekend of May. And once again, reminding everybody they can watch the weigh-ins of that tournament on the skanational.com uh, website. So that's how we watched day one. We watched Friday. We saw you guys weigh in. That was pretty cool. You did look good in the orange. You look great in the orange. Bright orange. Bright orange. So, guys, real quick, uh, before we let you go, we, we really appreciate the representation. Over or under the place in which Mo Money – and Reef Donkey Fishing will place in the World Championships. Over under 16. Of course we're going for over. What do you mean under? Well, like under, in, under. In the top, under, in the top under, right? Under. under. No, no, no. We, under. we want a lower number. <laughs> yeah, lower number. But you guys represented Reef Donkey Fishing gear very well. I'm going to go We around. prefer to lose the six is what we'd prefer to lose. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Hank. I like that. Just I like that, I like your motivation. Just for that, I forgive Debo for going over. No, but we really appreciate you guys, and we pre keep kicking ass, man. Getting your uh, lines wet. Is that how they say? Lines wet. The lines wet. So this will be this upcoming tournament. It will be number two of how many total through July? You're going to plan on how many trips? How many well, tournaments? actually, this this tournament in May, there's actually two different tournaments on the same same weekend, same place, two different days. Okay. So actually, this weekend, that May weekend, is going to be qualified as two tournaments. I think oh, it's okay. the Wild West Rush and the World Championship. Two different prizes, two different everything. So after a long day of fishing, uh, coming back to the to the, you know the marina and petting the boat. What was what would you say your go to your go to liquor is? Oh, game day all day. You kind of cut me off on that one, Brad. We couldn't uh, we couldn't wait to uh, thank Game Day for the uh, incredible gift they brought down for us during that tournament. Um, definitely set the mood on Saturday after a long week of fishing. Absolutely. Well, they love you guys, and I'll tell you, Doc and I had a great time. We did. It was a lot of fun. No, it was great. great for you guys to show up, and I mean, it was uh, it was a win all the way around. Good yeah. deal. Well, you know what they say: work hard, play hard, fish hard, drink hard, and that's what the game day vodka is there for. <laughs> and look good while you're doing it. Absolutely. And wear some cool reef donkey fishing gear while you're doing that. That's right. All Absolutely. right, gentlemen. I'm just excited that Game Day supported us well enough to uh, sponsor the next tournament, so we have some uh, good drinks starting from the free fishing on. That's right. Remember that. Well, a wise man once told me you can't drink all day until you start in the morning. So, or unless hey, you start in the morning. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know, but you're on when you heard that. But. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. Uncle Henry, thanks thank for you. catching up. Debo. Thanks for the updates. We appreciate you. Till next time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys.
What good dudes? What good dudes? You know what I forgot to ask him, Doc? This is what I was thinking. We bring fishing to Vegas. So you can bet on fishing. So those guys randomly, you know, they build that kind of like horse racing. You get it involved, you think you think that's something that you know, don't even answer that because it already is. It's a great idea. It's a trillion dollar idea. Trillion. You can get betting on it and you can get cameras on all the boats. You get all the characters you need. You can I get it. a rapper on a boat? Ooh. So like to do a concert, like a I, I just I say that because I just watched the Netflix series uh, Biggie on Biggie the I got a story to tell Notorious B.I.G. If you guys you know don't know Biggie, which some people might not. Again, Biggie Smalls. What? What? No, he did not want to be called Biggie Smalls. Right, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, he said Big or Small. Notorious B.I.G. Okay, but that. Netflix show was awesome, man. To learn about him and in the '90s, and you know, it he was coming up at the same time, you know, right after NWA and Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Eazy-E, all those guys, Snoop Dogg started coming up, and then they created the West Coast, and then Biggie or uh, Big created the East Coast with Puffy. Cool story, man. Unfortunate how it ended, but um, he is. I think, you know, as we listened to his CD on the way back from Fort Pierce, which, by the way, Z fell asleep in the car for the second time. Um, so I was rapping with you. You were, but were you were asleep. I was coaching early up, up in the day, but beside the point, Doc. Beside the point. But yes, you were listening to it, and it was a good ride back. That's an easy ride. And I will tell you the stinger. I mean, the stinger, stinger? stung the road. Definitely takes care of us uh, on these trips. So. so if you had to guess which artist, hip-hop, rap artist, had the biggest yacht, take a, take a gamble. Jay-Z. Okay, so that is um, incorrect. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce have a super yacht. Okay, <laughs> we were going to get to that. So the super yacht, since we're there. Their super yacht that they have, which costs about $1.3 million per week, is 312 feet long. 312. That's massive. Now let's step down to the yachts. The regular yachts, somebody has a 164-foot yacht. And it rhymes with um, Bernana. Ariana? Ariana. Yeah, shocking kind of. 150-footer? So what is the beam? Uh, the, the beam, beam on that wide? boat is, yeah, that's the crop when you're looking at it from the back. 35, 34 feet. I would have said 26 wide. or something. 34, wow. 34 feet across. You can walk 34 feet across that boat. Uh, that's how big that boat is. That's that's quite large. Absolutely. Large and in charge, I might add. Large and in charge. So who who is your favorite rapper of all time? Oh, that is so hard. All right, man. so let's maybe we should go by generation, generation by generation, or maybe the '90s and the earlys. I don't know, but I, I, I'd say the first rap I ever listened to was like N.W.A., Dr. Dre, Snoop, and then Big, Biggie. So would you count House of Pain? And that or no? Yeah, they could be considered rap slash rock, rap or rock. First CD you owned. First rap CD. First rap CD. 
I think it was Onyx. Dre, Chronic. I, I think I owned Onyx, and then I got Dre. And then Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. I think everybody had that. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. My sister had NWA. She had Two Live Crew, NWA. Welcome to the shop. There's only one place where we can go <laughs> where the price is right. What about uh, like Flavor Flav and those guys? He was a crackhead, I think. Who had the uh, big clock around the neck? Flavor Flav. Is that Flavor yeah. Flav? Interesting. Uh, Run DMC. Lowrider. Lowrider. Are they, are they a rap? Were they hip-hop rap? I don't think so. No. Maybe an Indiana hip-hop this rap. Is my, my, <laughs> this is my favorite, right? You know this is? Tupac. Yeah, all eyes on me. Tupac. That was a good CD, man. Um, the consensus number one rapper of all time? Not, he is, he is right. on that ranker.com. He, yeah, Tupac ranker is number is one, Biggie, Biggs number two, Eminem. So things change, right? Because you go to another website, and uh, this is the medium.com, and this is all about the greatest rappers. Eminem ranks number one because of commercial sales, which is by far the most. Then you got 50 Cent number six. But on I think that ranker, I mean, they've got Tupac big. They've got like... Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, um, you know, all those guys were kind of innovators. Eminem was number what about three. Warren G? Where's Warren G? Warren G was with Dre. Are a lot of these guys East Coast? No, Warren G was West Coast with Dre. But P. Diddy, East Coast. P. Tupac, Diddy's East Coast. West P. Diddy Coast. is who started big. Okay, Little Wayne. Little Wayne is New Orleans. He's with Ooh. the Cash Money Millionaires. What about he started Luda? with them. Luda's Atlanta. Oh, I like Georgia. it. Georgia. 50 Cent is um, mm, probably think, a California boy. I would think so. California doesn't say for sure. But he may be a, He may be Georgia, too. No, Nelly St. Louis. Nelly St. Louis, yeah. Drake. Canada? Toronto? Oh, yeah. He is a Canadian, I, I think. think. So, eh? Eh? Jay-Z. New Yorker. Eminem. Trick question there. Detroit. It, is it Detroit, Detroit. or did he go to Compton? No, he's Detroit. So where is Ice Cube on this list? Ice Cube is six on Ranker, but he's he was with NWA. He's all with the West Coast guys. The biggest surprise of of the list was Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Duckworth. Very popular amongst all the younger. He's a Gemini. Born generation. I think Cleve lo loves him. Cleve does. Cleve wouldn't know Cleve. we were talking about him, though, because he never listens to the podcast. Ice Q has one of the best songs. About, what about Warren G? I don't see Warren G on here. Yeah, but Warren G, I think, was more of a... He only had that one CD. Come he on, was more of a yeah, guy with with you know the with Snoop. I think he was like an actual like DJ or producer or whatever. So who's a bit who's a greater innovator of the of the rap? Um, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, or C equal or no? You know, the I, above? I mean, I'm gonna say, oh man, how about it's a tie? Yeah, that's pretty. Snoop it's hard brought, to say that because Snoop they're Dre. they're they're like seven eight years apart. I mean, they were whole well, different, but. Both for a lot of people, Eminem was the innovator for him. So well, M well, Eminem brought a whole new but new flavor. Those guys, when you go back to when rap begun, 
you began? know, in the eighties began. Who was begun. it? Who was the first rapper? Rap, yeah, rap began. I should have said began. Run DMCs of the world, right? The, the no, groups? like uh, Rochi fifty, Rochi to fifty nine. I said a hip hop, a hip, hip, it, a hop. hip it to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop then, that guy. And then baby, he was like nineteen eighty two. Yeah, was sir, mix a lot. Yeah, right. What about your um, Tone Loke? He was Ooh, a rapper. Tone Loke. Sir Mix a lot. I mean, like I said, you had the the other dudes on there. <laughs> I mean, there's Run DMC. It's it's when quite a list become, of people, man. When did they become? Well, our... it makes you think about that stuff. But that's what rap like. It was funny because you had real DJ clean Cool, rap, DJ Cool. You had clean rap, and then you had the real dirty rap. And nowadays, man, I'll tell you what. Like a lot of these guys drop the f-bomb like crazy so it's like part of the whole flow if you had to guess which rapper is the oldest like the the oldest popular hip-hop rapper who's still in the game today would be who jay-z no nope oh oldest popular oh, yeah Come on, don't rapper. act like you just oh z you said that no you know do i'm sorry dr dre would okay. be one of the oldest Ice T. Ice T. Born, tra born Tracy Lauren Morrow. So you could go see why I went to Ice T. When do you think he started turning like gangster? How old was he? According to this, before the age of seven. Wow. He was running. He was running the dope side Morrows. Running the, the dope south side. side. Wow. But Hopefully, he loves heavy uh, metal. He loves heavy metal. He loves to be the front man. Okay, he yeah. was in a heavy metal. Yes, he was. He was in some heavy metal songs back in the early 90s, mid early to mid 90s. I got to look that up. I got to represent that on the next podcast. So, so here's a question for you. Okay. Here's a question for you. Is whose CD of all time, anytime, your time, our time, would you buy first would it be doggy style would it be and uh straight out of compton would it be the chronic would it be eminem's first cd would it be like hi my name is what my name is who my name is Dicky, Slim Shady. Ooh, of would you buy that you know what i'm saying so whose cd would you buy i i i'd, I'd say one of the best cds that i let just ride Oh, we forgot about Bone Thugs and Harmony, by the Ooh, way. Ooh, it's it's Doc and Z. He's Z. So it's Bone a, Thugs and Harmony, the the not the first one, but the second one with like seventeen tracks on it. Either that. Welcome to the cross. It it would have to be between that, Doggy Style, or Ready to Die. I'm gonna say Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. Okay. I, I'd say I played um, pretty much every song on that. Okay, I'm gonna go with the the original King of Rap, Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow, you you would listen to that whole tape. I'm not sure if I would do it from. That's you know, what I'm from, saying. Like Curtis what, what Blow or the the Sugar Hill Gang. Um, they were one of the more pioneering acts of the of the '70s when I was born. Rapper's Delight, 
you know, arguably one of the first rap songs so to put in the radio. Hip and you don't stop. So now you sound like your little Charles Barkley there with the little twist of Muhammad Ali right there. Really? Yeah. Is I, that I mean, a compliment? I would say yes, it is. Mine would be Ice Cube. But wait a minute, I already met Ice Cube. So maybe, maybe, maybe. what's the question again? Who would we want to meet? Or live what? By? No, no, no. Who CD album, would you? Whose album would you want to buy? Ice Cube. That you would just have to listen to and let it ride. I, I, Doggy Style was the one that I say I listen no, to. No, we're the not most. talking about favorite positions, Doc. We're talking about albums. <laughs> albums. Doggy Style. Album position and album. Well, absolutely. I, I think so, so. Who is the king of rap? There is one king of rap. According to Reverend Run, your Googles and your Beans. No, the the king of rap. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Eminem. Oh, good for him. Eminem. I mean, dude. With his dominant album sales, YouTube views, and social media scores, Eminem takes the title as the current hip hop king. Unlike our queen, the queen of, of pop, which is Lady Gaga, she took a walk. Marshall Mathers, win, win, win. So, wow. Detroit boy. Who would have thought? Dr. Dre. The one guy Dr. From Dre Detroit. thought that. Dre did. He did. And That was you, a good movie, too, straight out of Compton. So if good. you choose Dre's Beats or iPods? Dre's Beats. Dre's Beats, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Apple Beats now, I think, right? Because Dre sold to Apple, didn't they? I think so. He's like all of us. You know, you can't... Um, so keep- I got I got a funny story, you know, before we start wrapping this thing up tonight. It's been a great show, by the way. Um, the Bone Thugs and Harmony CD, the the second one, the long, okay, one, longer now, one, a lot more. Yes. Um, I had a girlfriend in high school, and she bought the the CD. And I I hate to say this, I don't know why I said it, but I told her that I would break up with her if she didn't uh, give me the, the Bone Thugs and Harmony CD. And she did. I ultimately gave it back to her. But, like, it does, isn't that commitment? Doesn't that mean commitment? Um, it's real commitment. That was real commitment. I mean. And I just thought I'd tell that because, you know, that was mean of me. And she committed fully. And ultimately you? got, I took care of the CD. I, I just listened to it a lot and I gave it back to her. And, you know. What a commitment. That's all I'll say. So, Doc, if I were coming tonight, what kind of, what would I be? If I were coming tonight, what would I be? Too live? No, I would be a magnesium iron sulfate mineral. So. True fact. It's, 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 that's exactly what it's called, and it's how it's pronounced. It's one of the most risque uh, definitions of, of all time. So, tonight. So, you're a magnesium iron. So, I should have said, hey, Doc, if I were um, if I what were a, I coming tonight, um, but it's like magnesium chloride. You know, you got you to gotta pronounce a chloride, okay, right? The chloride, nonetheless. Man... Oh, Check right out! Up. Don't They're don't right forget. Here. This is the original King Rap right here. Or the 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 King of Rap, you know, founder, Godfather. That's a good dude. Or is this soul? Is this more soul? 
I love it. Whatever it is. It is good. This is the 70s. Reminds me of the Bee Gees. It does. You know what I mean? And that whole generation yeah, of... Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, great show. We got a big uh, launch coming up this week. Another manned spacecraft going up. Looking forward to seeing that. Are you seeing a night launch? We only saw it sitting on the pad, and then I've seen it from the house. That's about it. And happy birthday, Earth Day. Today is the first, actually, this day in history, 1970, first Earth Day. First Earth Day okay. named so after This Earth. was the 51st celebration of Earth Day? Had a lot to do with the Environmental Protection Agency. Believe it or not. Shocking, huh? Doc, it's always great to see you. I'll tell you what, man. NFL Looking draft forward to, uh, yeah, NFL Draft. We'll talk about that next Thursday night. Maybe we'll, we can we'll see who's back in the studio next week. Saturday, we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, get on the bikes and cruise through Orlando and go get, on get the bikes. Let's, uh, let's see if people can find Doc and Z in Orlando uh, this weekend. Let's get on our bikes and That's just right. ride. Remember, drink bicycles. Drink your game day vodka. We're your Root Donkey Fishing, and don't forget RootDonkeyFishing.com. Promo code Doc and Z. GameDayVodka.com. Promo code Doc and Z. You buy three, it ships for free. Here we go. All right, till next time. This is the Doc and Z Show, spinning with props. Always hang with the LBG. Doc, till next week. See you, bro.